tension no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Anytime you, have, you force yourself to prove who you are, then you don't know who you are. Amen. When I enter in here, I don't need to prove that I am the senior pastor. Do I need to? No. If every time I stand there and say that, don't you know that I'm the senior pastor? Don't you know I'm the senior pastor? It's inferiority complex. It doesn't matter who will stand on this stage, lead praises, preach, do everything. Immediately I stand here, you know that I am in charge. And I should know that. And accept that without even showing it. How are you getting it? And so I don't need to feel intimidated. There are a lot of men in marriages, they feel intimidated by even the success of their wives. They are scared that a woman is going higher than I'm going. And when she gets better, she will not respect me. Yes, totally less respect you, but you be the man and she will know that you are the man. No matter how a woman grows tall, she can never grow taller than the husband. Get it right. I don't get scared what money my wife will have or what car she will want. I am secured in myself. And she can tell you. I'm not intimidated. I don't get scared. Amen. You, you see, in life, you should get to a place where you are secured in yourself. If you are not secured in yourself, that is why you become agitated about movement of things and what is happening and who is owing what and who is this and all that. I tell my staff, you can go and buy yourself Audi, latest Audi, Jaguar, drive whatever you have to drive. I will check you. If only you can take care of the maintenance. I'm not moved. You should know people better. Where I stand, I don't get moved by materialities. I don't get moved at all. I need to dress to look good because of you. Because I am your image and your reflection. And I need to appear good. If not for it, I can wear anything and stand here and still preach. And I don't care. Hello, give me a wave. A lot of us are working men. We are insecure. Insecurity is killing relationship. But remember, he said that perfect love casts away fear. Perfect love brings you security. Look at the world and the things that is happening in the world. Do you think God is troubled? That he will not get the remnant to save? No, no, no. He will only warn you to be careful. But as for those that he will save, he will still save us. He knows those. Look, no matter what the devil will do, God is not panicking and is getting scared that he will not get those that he needs to save. Because he's secured. Ask somebody, how secured are you? Every movement, every phone you want to watch, everything you want to watch. So now people can take, they, they sneak into the toilet. Hello, hello, hello. Uh-huh. You, you, we'll, we'll talk later, we'll talk later. 
Say, who are you? Hey, darling, who are you talking with? Oh, nobody, nobody. I'm just listening to something on it. Couples have 10 hackers in the house. <laughs> Ask somebody, are you a hacker? <laughs> hackers. So now people sleep with their phones. Some even have gone to look for straps, so they strap it. <laughs> so that when you are removing it, <laughs> because hackers, why don't you save your heart? Why don't you save your heart? I have a principle. If you want to cheat, cheat. You know why? Because it is not about me. It is about you destroying yourself. Because ladies and gentlemen, don't let us fool ourselves. We will all give an account one day. Believe you me. You see, we have to come to that realization. Anything we do in secret shall be exposed in the light. So you, you yourself, you the woman or you the man, should know that one day you give an account of your works. And if you know you want to go to heaven, then live your life anyhow. If you want to go to heaven, live your life. If you don't want to go to heaven, live your life anyhow. The best you can do. Look, the best policeman is the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think we are too smart. You can never outsmart God. None of us can outsmart God. And it's about time that couples, people in relationship, we have to come to that understanding that no matter how smart we think we are, we cannot outsmart God. And everything we are doing in secret is being recorded on the day of accountability we play to us. So if we love ourselves, we have to be honest to ourselves first than to the one we say we are married, married to. It's simple. If we know these things, all this insecurity will cease. It will cease. Because <laughs> if you like, get spies. Let them spy the person. You can't get anywhere. Amen. Look, men here, let me tell you something. Women can be smarter than you think. If they have not come to the realization of disciplining themselves and value, you see, every love is valued. The value you place on the love is what will determine how you behave towards one another. If they don't place value on you, they do anything without caring about you. So there is no much you can do. Hello? Man, are you here? Don't kill yourself for nothing. You must be patient with her. Because women can be a bit out of order sometimes. All of them. (laughs) Amen. Even when you win the best for them, sometimes they will not see it. But you just have to be patient. Sometimes leave them and let them crash a little and come back. And then they will learn. Now when you speak, they will hear you. Amen. Sometimes we become too overprotective and we don't allow them to, to get, you see, if you, if you if you become overprotective of your child and you don't want your, your child will not walk early. 
But leave your child. Let him walk and fall and scratch himself or herself. Next time when he sees there's scars, nobody will tell him, go and play there again. And most times women are like that. You say, oh, don't go with this friend. Don't do this. You talk, she will not hear. It will be full of them. When the friend shows them, when they are crying, when they come back, say, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's all right. It will be fine. The next time he said, will you go to that? I said, me, 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 me. And then he said, ah, okay, so do you remember what I was telling you? <laughs> so sometimes, please be patient with them. Let them exploit their word. But when they hit, they will return home and receive them. So be patient. Tell somebody, be patient. Tell the man sitting by, be patient. Sometimes we are too quick. Be patient. You must consult the view of the wife before you take an action. No matter how you think your woman doesn't understand you, just share with her. Amen. Let her also give you a side of the story. You will take the decision eventually, but at least listen to her. Don't be a superman in the house thinking that you are the only one who has wisdom. Kwekwanansi thought he was the only one who has wisdom, but Tekuma knows that he's, he's, he's not the only one. Amen. Men here, listen to me. Women are not foolish by us. God gave them to us as a gift. And no matter what, they cannot be educated as we are. But God has given them some wisdom. And they can tell you this thing cannot work. And you like joke. And you will know that you will crash and come back. They are a blessing by our side. If we treat them well, we will get the benefit from them. Because you see, if you, don't, if you don't consistently consult or agree with your wife on this, you are not developing an analytical mind. And decision-making skills. Beginning, she might not make sense. But as you go on, she'll be making sense in whatever you are doing. Because she's not getting to understand what you do. Don't say you don't understand me. Because you think the work you are doing, she's not doing that work. So you think she doesn't know anything. You are joking. She knows it. It's because you are not allowing her. Don't let her play a second fiddle. Don't believe in the secretary more than you believe in your wife. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. She might not be able to be an, she's not an accountant, she's not, but she can give you an advice that can save you that investment. Hello? Even if what you say, she's saying is foolish, she still help you tomorrow. So men, consult. Though you will take the final decision, there is a need to run it through the woman and hear her opinion. You believe, you believe in the counsel of your friends than you believe in the counsel of your spouse. Is it not a shame? <laughs> the husband must be faithful to his wife. I'm not saying the woman is controlling you. No. Don't get it wrong. I'm not saying... Uh, the, the, you see, African men, our ego is too much and traditions have he- not helped us. You think it's, it's you chipping yourself when you, you seek an opinion of your wife or your girl. It means that you are belittling yourself and it, it will mean that the woman is controlling. No! That is not it. You are quiet. I thought you would clap. The husband must be faithful to the wife. You need to be faithful to your wife. Wherever you are standing, you have to know that though she might not be there physically, you are there with her. Amen. 
I go places, I travel alone because of the call of God and the grace of God and assignment he has for us. It's not every time I can be able to go with her because she has a business doing and she has to focus on her work. I will be interrupting with her work and all that if I have to carry everywhere I'm going. And because she also has confidence, she releases me to do whatever I'm doing and I have to go. But anywhere I am, in whatever hotel, in whatever place, I know she's there with me. So I respect her and I cannot disrespect her by bringing another woman. Because the issue is that if I go to sleep with somebody, will you see it written on my forehead? Hello? And you think when you become a man of God, you don't get people admiring you? Or you think when you get married, you don't get people who looking to, to even there. Now you can even hear they say that the married ones rather are the better men to even go after. Because once they wear the ring, it means that they are responsible. And there is a syndicate that is even going on. Married people are befriending married couples. So they are wearing their rings and go to a place to fool. So you cannot differentiate whether they are Mr. They are Mr. and Mrs. But they are not Mr. and Mrs. This is a mismatch. Where is that respect? There is no respect. If, if somebody gives you his body, he respects you. So men and women here, yeah, listen to me. Sex is not pleasure. Sex is a mutual exchange of respect. So if you can't handle it, don't do it. It's not fun. Hello? Give me First Corinthians chapter 7. Let me show you something quickly. From verse 1. Are we being blessed? Is that not concerning the things of which you wrote to me? It is good for a man not to touch a woman. How many of you can stay with that? <laughs> is that it is good for a man not to touch a woman? Nevertheless, because of what? Sexual immorality. In other words, it cannot be. Let each man have his own wife. And let each woman have her own what? Say your own. Say your own. So can I submit to you, if you are in my assembly and you are fond of jumping at the back of married men, please, today, woman, read my lips. Run and flee because one of these days, the judgment of the Lord will get you. And if you are a man here, you are married. And you cannot control your libido. Your libido. You can't zip up. Everything is scared. You are jumping on. Like a crazy rider. Rough road. Amen. Or you are befriending somebody's wife. The sure way to death is to sleep with somebody's wife or somebody's husband. Scripture says that that one will kill you if you are like that. Turn to somebody and see the person. Are you a suspect? (laughs) It's getting uncomfortable in the house. Listen. Don't be so gullible with material things. Because the man is doing you well, he's taking care of you. Please, if he genuinely loves you, 
He will not destroy your future. Because of sexual immorality, he said, let the husband render to his wife the affection due her. And likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own words. Women, listen to me. Can you read it there? It's my body. I can do whatever I like with my body. It's not your body. Tell the woman, if a woman is still, tell the person, it's not your body. The wife does not have authority over her own body. But who does? Oh, who does? The husband. So those of you are wearing nikah. And then you turn to the sapple from today. Open the door. Amen. You, 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 you have to understand this. He said the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. The wife, your makeup, your dress, let a man look at you and appreciate. Dress to kill your husband. Don't dress to kill people outside. And he says, and likewise, the husband does not have authority over her own body, but the wife does. So don't say the man, don't say this is my body. You can't control me. Nobody's controlling you. I own you. (laughs) That is what the Bible is saying. The man owns the woman and the woman owns the man. Can you handle it? So I am her property. She is my property. So what it means is that I need to make sure she looks good and she needs to make sure I look good. When I have to make her happy and she needs to make me happy. Because anything that is your property is your welfare, isn't it? Yeah. Hello? This is Bible. This is the true word of God. Are we Christians? Do we believe in Jesus Christ? Okay, so this is what we are asked to do. Can you handle it? Give me five. Quickly, then I'll come back to where I said. He said, do not deprive one another. Those of you who are starving yourselves in the marriage sexually. <laughs> giving all kinds of excuses. Listen, if you are a husband and wife, and for three months you are not having sexual intercourse, you need to be re-examined again. You are creating problems. And this is a fact, and I'm reading it. Said, do not deprive one another except with consent. For what? For what? For what? A time. So there is a period of absenting yourself from that duty. Except for a time. That you may give yourself to fasting and prayer. He said there's even a condition there. That when you are going to absent yourself, it should be for a spiritual exercise. For fasting and prayer, and come together again, so that who? Really, so that what? Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self control. (laughs) 
all kinds of immoral things that is going on in marital relationships and whatever it is, is because of self-control. We are not enhanced. I said I'll meet the couples later and we'll talk. We are not enhancing our sexual relationship in the marriage. Typical African man, typical African woman. We are not learning to improve on ourselves. So people are going all around fantasizing and doing all kinds of things that are not godly. Because we don't understand what it means to get it done. So husbands, understand this. The husband should be kind to the wife. When, when last, husbands, yeah, give me a wave. When last did you go out and get something for your wife? When last did you go out and got something for your girlfriend? Corey says, are you here? <laughs> when last did you do that? Amen. When last did you drive her to the saloon and pay at the saloon and say, look, let's fix you and all those things. When last did you do that? You don't even know where she goes to fix her hair. Ask the man, Steve, do you know where your wife goes to fix her hair? Ask your wife. Ask the man, Steve. Ask the person, do you really know where your girl goes? You come and your girl says, I'm going to, I'm going to the salon. Do you really know her salon? <laughs> People are confessing, eh? <laughs> you don't know. Be kind to your wife. Now women, this is your role. Quickly. (laughs) You were created for a special purpose. Do you know that? But do you know you have abused your purpose? The first critical role of the wife is for the wife to care for her husband. The wife to do what? Our husband's job is to provide for us. As we saw in Genesis 3. He is made to work hard for provision. You were created to help meet his needs. And one of them is his need to have a comfortable living environment. You have to make the environment of your husband comfortable. Not stressful. Some wives are stressing their husbands in the home. The house is getting quiet. I want you to love him. I want you to love him. When the man, anytime the man closes from work and he's coming home, he starts to be panting. Am I going to meet this woman again? Because right from the gate, she will start talking. Madam Parrot Math. Run her. 360 words per second. The environment is hostile. So you are scared to even come in. The guy will prefer chatting with friends, 
drinking, wasting time. By the time he gets home, you are asleep. And then you come in comfortably, walk secretly. There are some men who are tiptoeing into their own house. They, when they get into the, they are entering the house, they, 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 they put off the light and, and then they drive slowly into the garage. When they get down, they, they, they sometimes will not come through the door. They will go, get, garage has what, a door into the, they will go through the garage door and enter into the room and tiptoeing gradually and enter into the room and watch the woman sleeping and can comfortably sneak and go and lie down and then quickly they are like they are asleep. Because they are scared. The truth is that they can't face the leches. This woman who can talk from evening to next morning. Complain about one thing or the other. She's never satisfied. If you're a woman like that, change. I thought the men would clap for me. When he comes home from work, you should have a meal prepared for him. Women here, go and learn how to cook. All that you know doing is... Amen. You are best cook with... Oil, uh, what do you call it? Rice, rice and oil. <laughs> with, with some onions in it and that is a... Look, the man has eaten that and now he has saw in his stomach. <laughs> you can't cook anything different again. Because all that you are specializing is filing your news. married woman and sometimes you play smart you go to Antia Jewel's chop bar and go and package your chop bar and come and he said darling I prepared some nice meal for you meanwhile oh boy you went to the corner and went and bought it can I say this to you parenting nowadays is becoming difficult because parents themselves are absent from the home and yet children are growing up and they are going to marriage every day. So it's creating a lot of stress and problem in homes. A lot doesn't know how to cook. If it is no much pepper, it's too much salt. If it is not too much salt and you try the groundnut soup, <laughs> you will need super pepper product to come and pack and some ambulance to be by your side. Hello. There was, there was, uh, my wife had to come in to solve some problems like that. The woman thought the man doesn't love her. Until she came in, taught her how to cook different dishes and how to do it and everything. And after she has taught her all those things for free. And then this woman began to cook. The man said, hey, where did you learn this? The man drove and came and saw my wife and tanked there. But the next time they bought a ticket for her, they are flying and having holidays. Listen, 
Man, are you here? Give me a wave. If you need to have a heart of a man, don't starve that man. Women, don't say you have a house up. You see, some of us, we have a problem. We've neglected our, I don't have a problem. We are living in a busy world now. But even if you have a house help, you should know how to cook. To able to supervise what that house help does. But the thing is that some of us don't have a clue how to do it. You are getting uncomfortable, but let me tell you the truth. You go and eat your house else food, woman, and lick your fingers. And yet you didn't know how she prepared it. Now, if Mister is getting more attached to that house help, your blood rises. Because you are in the house, you don't know when your husband eats. You don't know where your, when your children eat. Whether he has eaten or he has not eaten, <clears throat> you don't know. Tell the person you need to be responsible. Tell the person you need to be responsible. Nowadays, it's very easy. If you don't know how to cook, you can learn it. Even on the net, you can learn it. Simple dishes. You can do it. You might not like what I'm saying, but women, please change. Because some men are suffering. They can't say it. Hello? Though God is love. But some love. (laughs) Hello, men. Are you in the house? It's important. He said what? When he comes home from work, you should have a meal prepared for him. His house should be tidy. And his laundry should be clean. His house should be what? Don't pack and heap all the washing dishes in the sink with cockroaches for one week when it's not washed. Giving birth is not a license not to be neat. The breast milk naturally can smell. Hello? Can I preach? Is it getting uncomfortable? What is the altitude now? (laughs) Can somebody check the temperature in the house for me? (laughs) You wake up early morning, you've given birth bath. It's important. Be consistent with yourself. Don't let birth reduce you to an old lady. You are young. Look appealing. Still to your husband. Don't allow the child to poo-poo into the nappy for hours. This baby will be crying. They ask you, I don't know what is wrong with him. I don't know what is wrong with her. I don't know. And, and this time we are slanging by force when we can't even slang. Is it by force? Please. Get the home tidy. Sweep. Clean. Don't, don't. 
When people are entering into your home, they should be comfortable to enter in there. It's important. Women. The children should be trained to understand that daddy has worked out all day and he will spend time with them after he spends time with you. Amen. You have to make time for daddy to spend time with you. Then he can spend time with the children. Because remember, one day the children will leave the house. And those men who have transferred your love into your children, be careful. And the women who have transferred their love also into their children, be careful. One day they will leave. So that you will leave them to marry. People are married and their parents are still following up. Uh Uh-huh. What is happening in your home? That husband, what, how, is he, how is he treating you? Father, still jealous that somebody is with your daughter. Leave them alone. Your wife is by you. Love your wife. Let me give you this example. A few minutes when hobby, husband, Comes home from work is essential to your relationship with him. Spend 15 to 20 minutes just talking. Not talking about asking for money, for makeup, for shoe, complaining about things. No. The two of you do this before children ever come into your marriage. And then when the children come, teach them that this is mommy and daddy's time. Theirs will come when you are finished. Listen, many people are having crisis in their marriage today because immediately they got married and went for honeymoon, they got pregnant. They didn't get time to study themselves. And children came in. They have divided attention. And up to today, it has created stress in their marriage. Some got themselves pregnant before they even married. And listen to me, getting pregnant is not a guarantee for marriage. So ladies, don't try to get somebody get, to get you pregnant because you think that is the only license you can arrest the person. If you arrest a man by pregnancy and enter into a marriage, you regret it. It's not love. And those of you who think sex is the only way for which you establish your, your relationship, you are joking. Because some doors can open to you and the palace can look good like the palace of Solomon. But in reality, after you have visited Solomon's palace and come out, you will know that you regretted going into that marriage. That one too is Greek. You can put it. (laughs) There are some men today and some women today who are regretting that they wanted to marry. Because why? They had sex before. And just through that sex, they told you the way the woman is good in bed or the man is, that is how it's going to be in marriage. It's a lie. And today they are in the marriage and they are regretting. Let the Lord lead you. It's not everything that glitters that is good. Let me give you the second role of the woman and I'll end here. The next role of the woman is that the, make herself, the woman has to make herself beautiful and appealing to the man. The woman has to make herself beautiful and appealing to the man. 
The wife must make it a point to look good for her husband. I said, do what? Look what? Sometimes women don't wait for the man to give you money to look good. Please. I beg you. You too take money and look good. Some men, no matter what it is, they will not repent. Amen. But you don't wait for them. You look good. When you look good, you know what happens? That same man cannot sleep. He'll be following you everywhere. But when you don't look good, you give him the license to continue fooling. Believe you me. Hello? There is nothing like looking good for the man. Some men can maltreat you and if you follow them, you become ugly. And they are excited that they make you ugly. I'm telling you. Women, I'm telling you. But if you ignore what they are doing and decide to look good, the more they afflict you, the more better you are. The more you shudder. Even if you are not going anywhere, you just mark it. And, and, and have some nice makeup with some nice hair and wear something to kill. Are you getting me? I, I mean, you, you, you but, but check your leg size and other things before you. <laughs> Do you know that mini skirt is not for everybody? One day I was in a car and I saw one. I said, God, have mercy. (laughs) So when you look at your body type, I mean the dress that fits you, you put it on and mark it. He asked me where I go. He said, I'm going to check on some business this thing here. And then you just, I mean, you work out some, with some skill. You, he will pretend he's not looking, but Charlie is looking. When you go, he'll be following you and looking at you. He, that day when you come back, he'll say, eh, where did you go? Where, where, where did you go? Where, oh, wow, he's, he's. But when he troubles you and you also release yourself and always crying, I tell you, Paul, stop crying. I mean, when you sit before me and you have an issue and you are crying, I'll give you a tissue to clean your eyes. Because when it comes to my ties, you don't cry. Find a way to kill the man. Dress to kill him. Because your appearance is critical. Every stubborn man will look at you. Ah, if he's chasing somebody, ask what is he seeing? Have you asked it before? If he's chasing somebody, he's seeing something that you are not giving. So sometimes, don't even look for the girl to make trouble. Look for the girl and know which girl is it. How is this girl dressed like? And the one you see, don't talk. Come and give him double. Of that dress. But sometimes what do we do? You rather go and you go and fight some battles and they beat you sometimes. But you should have watched. And keep quiet. And look at all those things and start dressing like that. And even more. The man will stop going to that place. And will be looking at you. I want to speak for the men today quickly and I'll end. Ladies, can I talk to you? I'm your pastor. You know that. 
But honestly speaking, some of you, when I see you, I wish I will advise you to watch the way you dress. Because even if you are coming to church and you cannot look presentable, how do you look when you are out there? Hello? You wanted a man to marry you. And you forget that the man can be even in church. And you can just wear anything anyhow. Clothing now is not expensive. Hairdressing saloons are not expensive again. There are expensive ones. Oh, I'm saying this for a reason. Because if you want to look good, you can still go to a place and you can look good. If you want to go to expensive places, they are also there waiting for you. Amen. Those days, we only need to go down to Bendham Boutique to look good, which is cheaper. Now, there are even places you can get good dress at a cheaper rate. Sometimes somebody can tell you that the clothes is wearing an amount he bought it, you will never believe it. And the shoe is wearing, you will never believe it. You classify the person as expensive, but it's cheap. So turn to a woman and tell the person, look good. Tell the person, look good. If you don't know how to do makeups, learn it online. Some of you, the way you do the makeup scare even the men. Hello? Just learn it. Because God gave us this body to preserve it and to make it look good. And when you do that, you save your relationship, you save your life, you make your home happy, you make your guy happy. Because every man wants to be proud to introduce the woman. And every woman wants to be proud to introduce the man. And men here, you also need to look good. You need to present yourself well. It's very, very important. Amen. Don't overwear your dress and your singlet. Because our sweat has its own way of affecting us. And you need to know your body order and work towards it. Because all these things come to play in relationship. And it makes it a better one for us to live. It's very, very important. If your toe smells, find something to treat it. Because it can help you to go a long way. I leave you with this for you to know. We can make relationship better if we learn. God bless you. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you.